And we're back. Boxed up UFC. Slimmy and Dylan. We're fucking back. I don't know. What else is I have nothing else to say. We're just back. We're back, baby. Again. Back back um, again. Yeah, man. Uh, excited to be here. Um very uh fun card last weekend. One of the best of the year, I think. Um we're gonna get into uh, the preview of this card uh this next weekend too. I probably won't be able to watch a second of it because I'll be in Boston watching the wings loose to the Bruins. You're going to Boston? Um, yeah, I'm visiting oh, my sister. Did, oh, your sister lives there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, you get but, to see the Bruins, though. The Bruins are good. Yeah. Yeah, the Bruins are fucking nasty. But first, we need to hear from Slimmy, who was at UFC 285 last weekend. What, what were some of the highlights? I, I want to I I get into it. Highlights of, of the event? Of the weekend. of the weekend? I, I want to get into uh, uh, extracurriculars, whatever, whatever stood out. What was Vegas on when, when the time you were there? Vegas was on some shit. So <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. We first night we got there, we just stayed in with all of the the boys, uh-huh. just caught up, drank. That's it. That's kind of how to do on the first night, especially if yeah. you're there for four nights total. You know exactly. So Friday night we started. We started drinking at like two, so pretty early. I like that. We went to a West Coast Conference. Uh, tournament basketball game. We we saw the Portland Pilots. Oh hell yeah! Play BYU. How much did BYU beat them by? Well, here, this is where it starts to get really good. So I bet on Portland plus six, and the over one fifty three and a half. Portland was up like sixteen in the first half. Ended up losing by like nine. So that bet lost, and the over one fifty three and a half. The total finished at 153 even. So I missed oh it. Oh my god. So Are I was I was down horrendously to begin the night. Um but yeah, I had some beers at the game, got some food, then we hit Fremont Street and we were at the casinos till like four AM. What what casino? Oh, I forget the name of it. We went to a couple places, but right. ne- we should go to Fremont Street. I'm I'm in for it. When we in December, because we'll at for sure Ooh. in December, if not earlier. Yes, a hundred percent. At the very latest December. So how like is Fremont on the strip or like where no, exactly? No, it's north of the strip. Okay. Our, it was actually closer to our Airbnb. Okay. Than the strip was, and it's a lot more like. It's like less enclosed, craziness. It's like a couple blocks of like an enclosed, like, neighborhood, I guess. Uh-huh. And there's casinos, bars, clubs, all that shit. That's bunch cool. of random people on the streets just being drunk doing fun shit. So <laughs> it was a good time. Um, woke up super hungover on Saturday. So I was, like, I was like, this is gonna be tough. I'm you know, I'm hungover, but like I get some breakfast in me, you know, drinking water. Uh nothing I nowhere I've never been before, you know. <laughs> Not even close. It was about it was about noon. I was like, all right, let's let's hit the Uber, go to Caesar's Palace because I need to put my bets in. Yep. Once again, the Uber, I am like not feeling too good. I'm like, oh my God, like I might not survive this this van trip without throwing up. Like because I will bad. say one thing that we've done well both times that I've gone is we haven't gone too hard the night before the card. So right. that, so you're you're in new territory here. Yeah, I went hard you had- two nights in a row before right. the card. <laughs> Um, but Saturday, I definitely went the hardest. So, um, 
we get to Caesars and I'm like, guys, like I do not feel good. We find the sports book and I hit the bathroom and I start throwing up in the bathroom. <laughs> oh no. Brutal. Brutal. No, but okay. After that, I was I was chilling. But for the time I was I was throwing up, they're playing Sean Mendez on the radio, and I'm like, this is hell. This is actually hell that I'm in. Terrible, bro. So bad. Well, here's the funny thing, too, because like we didn't even need to go to Caesars. I wanted to go there because remember last time the we props, could, yeah. We couldn't get the props. I didn't even bet any of those props because I was so shook. I, I like, respect the I respect the shit out of that though. You're like, no, 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 we're going to the place. I don't even if I don't bet on everything, we need to I be want, where it has everything. I, I yeah, know? I want the ability to. Yeah. That was such a mission that like I can't believe we walked the entire <laughs> ship just to find the props that we, we missed anyway. We walked like seven miles just to, to find Jarzinho by KO. <laughs> and it hit. Yeah, there you go. Um, but anyway, I'm actually this is actually was a blessing in disguise because I decided I'm going to bet on gone and Grasso for sure. Okay. Yeah. Buddy texted me the guy. So one of the members of the bachelor party, he is a manager at the cosmopolitan, like lived in Vegas for a while now, knows the spots. So he was kind of our like tort, like and the, one of the other guys used to live in Vegas too. So they were kind uh-huh. of like guiding us throughout the trip, which ma- it, which is why it was so fun. Cause like they, they knew what we should do. Yeah. You know? Um, he texts me, he's like, yo, put a hundred on gone for me. And I was like, sure. But like, that was a lot of the cash that I had. So I was like, good thing that I spent it for him instead of uh, it, me wasting it myself. Yeah, having to bring take out more money. Although I will say overall, I came out even on the card, mostly because of Grasso. Um, <laughs> but also I had a couple nice parlays, like Richie and Hibas, which we'll get to. Yeah. And uh, I had a, I don't even remember. I think it was Basharat. Simon and DDP or something like that, but well, dude, there's a lot of parlay opportunity because all, all the favorites won, all the favorites won except, except for, for except for Grasso. <laughs> and I am so I am so pissed I didn't do the rocket lay of Grasso, Ricci, and fucking. Uh, I, I did Rebus. I did it partly I did it yeah. partly. Um, but like anyway, that, dude, that would have uh, been a fucking hit, dude. But yeah, keep going. Then we we go we walk down the strip to T-Mobile, go in the arena. I thought the fights were at three, but we got there like two forty five and. The first fight was in the second round, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, <laughs> yeah, well, dude, I was like out doing shit, and I'm like, "What the fuck? This fight's happening right now!" Like, I gotta get home to watch Bashra win because I need him. <laughs> yeah, and we'll get into it. But after after the card, we just went out again to the casino. We we're there till like five a.m. I was singing karaoke. I was singing Usher. It was a great time, dude. We were just acting a fool. Had so much fun. Did you go back to the same place you went to the Friday night? Like, no, different spot. Different spot. Okay. Like in the um, it was on the, it was near the strip. It wasn't on right. the strip. It was it was just off the strip. Um, dude, that sounds like a blast, man. Oh, but yeah, leaving the the stadium, we're walking down the steps at T-Mobile to leave, and I hear someone be like, "Yo, that's the guy that just fought." And I look back, and walking behind me, I see Ian Gary in a like shirt and tie. What is he doing? I- I'm like, when. People started going up to him for pictures. I, he happened to be like literally right behind me, which yeah. was very convenient. He's like, everyone go to the, you know, that big UFC sign outside. The yeah. Stadium? He's like, go to the sign, go to the sign. But I just like snap a selfie real quick. I'm like, that was sick. And just get out of there. But so we're walking through the casino. We had to go get, uh, we had to go find this guy's car and like get his bag. And like, yeah, before we went back out, we were walking through New York, New York. 
And there's like a little tiny crowd of people. There's like 10 people like gathered around. So I was like, yeah, I was a fighter. And I look over and I see DDP just standing there <laughs> smiling with the fan. Me and my boy Brain were like, bro, let's go get a picture. So we went up to him and my buddy, he had like a $20. He pulled out a 20 and he went to like go dap him up and be like, yo, thanks for the parlay. And he's like, nah, man, you don't got to do that. Like, no, nah, let's just take a pic. And and I was just, yeah, we took the picture. I was just like, bro, like, congrats on the win. Like, good shit. Like, is, that all, is, that, is that all you said? Yeah, because there's people trying to get pictures. I was yeah, like, yo, congrats yeah. on the win. Like, big fan. Whatever. Shook his hand. Dude is massive. Holy shit. Like, I know he's a middleweight, but standing next to him and shaking that dude's hand, that dude could literally kill me easily. <laughs> Easy. Bro, that's the thing about watching on TV. I think, like, I mean, you had this firsthand. But I've never met a fighter like that or been close to one. But it's so, like, they're filled in. That's the biggest difference, you know? Right, right. But and it's like any sport, you know? You don't actually realize, especially, like, basketball is a big one because all those yeah. dudes are 6'8", you know? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and but, Dame, Steph, 6'3", they look small mm-hmm. out there. You stand next to them, you're like, holy fuck, this dude's a giant. But you you look so happy in that picture next to DDP. You're just smiling. And just bro, because like, was... you remember last week when we did the preview, I was like, bro, I'm all in on DDP. Like, all yeah. in. Put my money where my mouth was. He had a very exciting fight, got a knockout. Well, let's just talk about the card now. But anyway, bro, I anyway, will we... say, if I met DDP in a blackout after the card, I would have been mad at him and probably he probably would have beaten my ass because <laughs> like, i'll be honest if, if if brunson and valentino won it would have been probably the best cut i ever had but it's unfortunate you lose some you win some you lose most yeah so um anyway we just went we were out and sunday was the worst hangover of my life though so i was i was not a person on sunday but you, do you spend the night sunday yeah we did thank god none of us we didn't do anything we just yeah. fucking hung out we were because we went hard three nights in a row. We were a fourth night is aggressive, but like you kind of need it. But or, if I would have had to get on a, case, if I had to get on a plane in that condition, I probably would have like literally died. Like literally died. That's what I'm saying. Flights home from Vegas are the absolute worst. Yeah. Because three three days is three nights is like the max I think you can do in terms of going and doing stuff. Yes. And even that's pushing it. Because every time we've gone for two nights, it's been a fucking like perfect i got it's been it's been a grind either way that's so awesome though yes i'm very excited for for our next time there because i'll be way more locked into like what we should do right like where to go so that was awesome let's anyway let's get in this card though because this card was fucking yeah it was sick by far of the four i've been to the best one that's awesome and also where we were sitting it's a better view we were literally at the top row but it's a better view than where we sat really yeah you think so because it's because we're on the side we have like a more of an aerial look of the fight uh-huh. so i thought it was better but okay i'd be and, in i mean it's cheaper tickets probably yeah, exactly right? so uh, next time we do it i'm definitely gonna get those but um and or it's not seats. so it's not so packed like the beer's right there you just right. takes two seconds to get a beer but anyway let's let's get into this Showed up halfway through this fight, but this was actually a really good fight. Um, Loic and uh, Rebovix. Yeah, I, I kind of caught the end of this one. one. I saw like the very end. I knew what was happening, but Loic was. Wait, so was Loic the one who was wrestling? Or yeah, yeah. okay, so Loic got one, but he got fucking clipped hard. Yeah. a few times. I thought he was gonna get knocked out. Rebovix made it a, made it a fight, which I appreciated, and like Loic is like a. He's a veteran MMA fighter, not a veteran UFC guy, but he was in PFL for like eight fights. Like that dude has a pretty strong strength of schedule, and he 
you know, Rebovix did more damage probably, but the wrestling was just like too much. Um, but it was a, it was a, honestly a solid scrap to start the night. I was like, all right, this is a good tone setter for where where we're gonna get to. So yeah, and the little I saw seemed like a banger. But the I mean, Loic, it's funny too because even with him winning, he he looked fucked up. Even though he yeah, won, right, right, he took some fucking shots, and he got in the second round. I don't know how he survived that onslaught too. Mm-hmm. And in the end of the third, he almost got finished again. But well, no, that was the thing. Was like, did he do enough in the third to win it? So it's like I I really didn't know who was gonna get the nod, but. He got it unanimously. Um, the Basharat fight versus Blackshear, I got to be honest. Dude, I'm out on Basharat. I'm sorry. I, I don't uh, remember much of this at all. Like, this it was wasn't not memorable. Because not, nothing really happened. I mean, I blame Eric for convincing He's me not his brother. He's not just No, it. he's not. And I put Basharat in a subway that would have hit if it wasn't fucking, if he wasn't in it. Because fucking... Yeah, because there was a billion subs in the main event or fucking main card with Joe Shavkat and fucking um, uh, blinking on the other guy. Anyway, like he, he, yeah, Bo Bo Nickel. He he's fine, but there is just and this is in the underlay too. It, it ruined the underlay right away. Not like That's it was gonna hit tough. it. This is a terrible undercard, um, but. There was never a time in the fight where I sensed any danger from Bashrat. Like he's very good technically, but there nothing nothing was like, oh shit, he's like there's no like knockout power, like at all. Mm-hmm. The grappling was fine, but if he faces like anyone with a little bit more skill, he almost got sub too. Yeah, he, he's like mid. Like he's just mid. He's not I bad. think he's pretty mid. I wasn't really impressed, honestly. As a minus four fifty favorite, I think that if, if it was a pick him fight. That's a, that's a different story. It's a good, yeah. But See, as a like, minus four fifty favorite, I was expecting a lot more. Right, but it's like maybe it should have been closer to a pick'em. You know what I mean? Like that's that's also true. So next time he fights, we gotta be on the lookout for that. Just because that Boshrot name, he, yeah, he's no dude. Javid. He's no Javid. Shopless talking about him like he's the next fucking Khabib. Dude. I know, he's like he's, the next goat, bro. He he for sure went Boshros because like, oh, bro, we gotta see Basharat. Like he's sick. I know he wasn't he wasn't sick, but no. he still got the dub. Still got the he dub. did. He got the dub. Never, Never apologize. Never apologize. You know who else got the fucking dub? Oh, this was also a highlight, bro. Richie's walkout. Did they show it on TV? Yeah, yeah. Dude, she seduced the entire audience, bro. Yeah, it was crazy. I know, dude. That shit. Crazy. She is something else, bro. <laughs> Staring Baby into shark. the camera with the like the banger on. I, yeah. yeah. And then she made it look fucking easy, dude. Dude, okay. I'm going to say it. Like, say I it. love Richie because like, she's hot and I like looking at her Instagram, but. She might be good. No, she is good, bro. She, she might be good. She absolutely is good. She's a problem uh, like on the ground, man. Like uh, her takedowns are in and, and also like that flip that she did, that throw. Yeah. That was crazy. And she's fighting someone in Jessica Penne that is probably one of the like Jessica Penne, say what you want to say, but she does have good submissions off her back and you know, just in general, good submissions. Like that's a fight, that's a situation where Richie could be in trouble with her takedowns against someone who has submission threats like that. Mm-hmm. She escaped the few that Penny threw and it was just pure domination. 
She's fucking like she's only five one, but I think that honestly kind of helps her in terms of the wrestling because she can just use all the momentum to Low just man win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And she she's strong as fuck. Yes. So yes. I mean, just look at her body, bro. She's a tank. She's I'll a baby look at her shark, body. dude. She's a fucking baby shark. That armor was fucking sweet, too. Oh, dude. And she talked about, like, how she, like, oh, I blacked out. Like, I didn't even know how I did it. It's just, it's crazy because I honestly believe her because she probably practices that so many fucking times that it's just pure muscle memory at this right. point. Well, so now she's, she's, ranked. she's ranked three and one. Her only loss is to the fucking number one contender yeah. in the division. So let me, who's Reaching next? Him? Richie can make some noise, dude. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. Because there is going to become a point where her size is a a disadvantage. But I'm thinking if she faces, we're talking about we're talking about we're talking about flyweight here, right? I believe so. Right? Is wait? Is this strawweight or flyweight? I think this is no flyweight. This this is flyweight, right? Is she one twenty five? I think so. Let me let me look. Let me let me let me see. I can't keep track of the women's divisions, bro. No, this you know, is strawweight. Okay, it's strawweight. Never mind. I th- I was thinking flyweight. See, I, see, I don't think that'll really matter in strawweight. Her size, like, how many people are that tall in strawweight? Okay, here's who's in front of her: Luana Pinheiro, who hasn't fought in like five years. <laughs> Angie Overkill. Oh, I Richie think it's gotta be Angie. Her. I think it's gotta be Angie, bro. Gotta be. Doesn't Angie has a fight though? I'm pretty sure. Probably. I could be wrong. Yeah, probably. Um. Tatiana Suarez. Ooh, and I mean Hebos. And Hebos is the next one that's tough. Hebos he, he, he is he is sticking to flyweight though, I think. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I, she 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 could just stay top 10 in both. I honestly just, I just honestly up and down. I would I if they did Hebos Richie, that'd be pretty fucking lit. Um I'd be all over that. I think Amanda would win, honestly. Potentially. Um anyway. Some, someone's getting subbed. Anyway, shout out to Ricci, Baby Shark fanboys for life. Baby Shark is boxed up. As Three in a row, now ranked. Keep it up. Yep. Um, What's up? Simon beat Martinez. I don't want to spend too much time on this. He he got a point deducted in the first for kicking doing the dick and still won a, uni- a majority decision. Yeah. Um, He's good. He, the other he, the other guy looked good for a round and a half. Then, he got, then yeah, he's getting Yeah, Ma- Mana came out pretty strong, but Simon... Good win. I mean, I, I also think I also think Bridger's overrating Simon a little bit too. Yeah, I don't think he's anything like crazy, but like he's solid for sure. Like he yeah. can only get better because he's so young. So it's true. Um, anyway, you know who can keep getting better is fucking Ian Gary. Oh, dude, dude got he, fucking whammed in the first, bro. Like I thought he, he was did. done. I thought yeah. he was done. I did too. I but, was worried for the whole entire. Uh, I was worried for everybody's parlays. I, yeah, the whole crowd just gasped like yeah. when he took that. But to be honest, after he got out of the first round, I was even I, more confident. I was like, yeah, I was like, he's not gonna let that happen again. Yeah, he is fucking good. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. Bro, did you Ian see Gary. Song's face? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> did you see Gary teaching Song after the fight about like what to do better? And it was so funny. Do you see that video? No, I did not. It's like them in the back and Song's face is just a fucking shit show. And Gary's like, yeah, so you want to have your hand here when you throw the right and you want to do that. He's like teaching him shit to do be like how to be better after he beat the fuck out of him. It was pretty funny. I will say Song stayed pretty tough there until the very, very end. 
did not that last combo was so crazy yeah the one thing i will say like gary did the mcgregor thing after i'm like bro be be your own person man like uh, I know I disagree. I kind of like that. I get that you're a hero and like you're Irish and all that good stuff, but not nah, be your own person. I don't. I don't agree. Make I don't, a name. Like, make make but, a name for Ian Gary. Don't be. Don't be the the guy who wants to be Conor McGregor. I don't know. It's not a yeah. But not, to be but to be fair, like that's a celebration that like people do like all across other sports. You know what I that's mean? That's fair. Like, it is a little bit bigger than that, but. But the fact that he is an Irish MMA rising star, I, I do do your own thing. That's what I want to. That's my challenge to Ian Gary is to is to start <laughs> doing his own thing. I thought it was dope, honestly. I, I mean, it was cool. It was like obviously, like after you do that, you're gonna do. You probably wasn't even thinking about a celebration, but like, yeah, he good. looks fucking good. We give him he a rank really guy. Good. Give him a rank guy. Yes, it's um, it's time. It's time for him to fight someone ranked. I thought my parlay was fucking Dunzo and. Until and then he won. I was like, "Oh, we're good." And then the co-main event happened. But we'll get to that. Um, have him fight JDM. Fuck it, just throw them at each other. Why not? I think JDM wins. <laughs> That'd be an awesome fight, though. Right, right, yeah. right. Maybe in a couple years. Maybe in a couple years. Um, I don't know, man. Just if Song can catch Gary like that, then imagine what JDM, JDM could do. Could do if he caught that chin, fucking yeah. knock his head off. Um, Barry all got the. The standing KO of Marquez. Marquez isn't good. Canada, yeah, Canada they, I, won. This fight is whatever. Marquez is not good. Yeah. Um. Right. These over one and a half are so annoying though. Like the like we like Gary and this one or two. To this point, Ricci was the only under, which is fucking wild, and it was like plus two fifty. Yeah. See, a lot of decisions and like most of the finishes came later in the fight on this card, so I got to see mm-hmm. a lot of violence. Yeah, cool. that is nice. Um. Hebas domination. Let's go, baby. Domination. Back. Never a doubt. Never She's a doubt. back. Uh, there was some there was some doubts. 100%. When? When was when was doubt? Okay, well, I'll walk you through my thought process. So the first round I thought was a toss-up, honestly. It, it was a pretty close round. I don't know how I thought she got it, it though. Didn't she get a takedown? I think one judge had it for Vivienne. It was close. Um I just didn't like the first round, at least. Just Hebus in general. We'll start with the bat, and then we'll get into what I liked. She need her striking is so shaky still. It like, it see. I don't know how bad it actually is. It looks like it's terrible though. In terms of its, in terms of her technicality, it's okay. But her defense is really like she gets when she gets touched, she gets hurt really easily. And she wasn't in trouble at all, but Vivian caught her with something like not even that bad, and she looked like it stunned her a little bit. See, that's the thing though; it didn't like she didn't slow down at all. And this is something no, that's I, true. I but that's what I think happen. that hurts her. Down. Yo, that's true. I think that also hurts her sometimes coming forward so much. Like that's how she got knocked out against Marina, and that's why Chuk won because yeah, she just cause... made herself so hittable yeah, and just true. kept walking forward. I don't know; it it's, it scares me still. And she also almost got subbed in the third round. That also sketched me out. I don't know if you could see it. It wasn't that close. It it seemed like from the TV, it seemed like it was close. There was not one second where I thought she was in trouble. It was a, I mean, she had a 10-8 second round. She did. So, no. So, what I liked, she knocked Vivian down twice. Didn't see that coming. In the second. Yeah, that was. I I mean, you can imagine how I reacted when that yeah. happened. To see um, Hebus knock someone down like that. I thought she I thought she was gonna knock her out, which would have been crazy. And then 
got her on the ground, dominant fucking round. Third round, th- see, in the third round, she looked great on the feet because she was settled in, you know? Mm-hmm. Got her on the ground again, almost got subbed. I think it was closer than you think, honestly. What, what was the sub? Was it? What was it, it was going to be bar? a triangle arm bar. Um, because oh, I, I would have been like, I would have been freaking out. I was like, oh, she's fine. I think the commentary kind of sways you some because the commentary was For freaking sure, out. Dude, I, I didn't think she was in trouble at all. DC was like, oh, she has it. She has it. She, and it was like, fuck. It was stressing Bro, that, me out. Low key, that is an underrated part of watching them live is you don't have the commentary in your ear. Yeah. Because so like, we'll just... get to the Shavkat fight, but the mouthpiece thing was the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Dude, and, I had no and, idea. No Yeah, clue. and that, that went through my head. I'm like, there's no way, because it's such a small thing, I don't think he would notice. But, I mean... I fucking love Amanda Hebus. I she's eighth. This is such an important win. She, I Who's mean, next? this. I mean, she I mean, called out. She called what's out. Next, Carla. What's next? What's next is the fucking belt because she beat Vivian. I mean, hey, I'm wrong. oh, I mean, shit. That if if uh, if Alexa Grasso is any indication, then yeah, I think we have. If you got to beat Vivian to get the title, exactly. And so I think Hebus should be the the stand in fighter for valentina grasso too i'm completely fine with it completely fine yeah. with it alexa washes he bought but uh, as an yeah, argument all, for another day. honestly dude here's the thing reboss would that would be, right be, now, be she, interesting she should have lost to tracy back in december but uh Bro, we all know he he was would have fucked up tracy i don't tracy tracy would fuck up vivi so Let's 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 run that. Let's right, we'll, run that. We'll uh. We'll I think I think Grasso's boxing scares me against Hebas, but yeah, Alexa could also Alexa but could, could also take her down and do some damage too, and, and get subbed. Yeah. All right, we'll get to that though. We're not quite there yet. DDP got the retirement corner stoppage at the very last second, bro. Just like the Cannonier fight for Brunson. It was so similar. Yeah. Um, Brunson. Okay, first of all, both these dudes, it was exactly what we thought was going to happen. It was sloppy, terrible striking. Um, basically, who outlasts who? Uh, Brunson got a takedown like right away, and I was a little bit worried. Dude, um, I was, yeah, I, but, I lied a lot on Brunson, and that sucks. Yeah. He looked okay in the first, but you could tell in the second, it just wasn't, wasn't there. It's just so confusing because I feel like he didn't, like, he, like, not too long ago, he went five rounds with Big Mouth. He went uh, four rounds of till, like he's been in long fights before, and then all of a sudden he's gassing in the second round, two fights in a row. I don't it's think weird, he has right? it anymore, man. I mean, that's probably it. But I mean, it's it's honestly pretty wild how similar it was to the Cannoneer fight. Though the first round, the ground and pound, yeah, yeah, the first round Brunson wins and almost almost he almost finished DDP, like it was close. He had, I wouldn't say. There was a like he was in positions where he could have gotten a finish. Right, for sure. He had and the little sweet move Brunson did was so sick. Did you see that? Yes. That was really cool. But in the second round, I mean, the the knockout was just was just coming. And it yeah. was Yeah, it I started was, uh, my confidence just kept growing in that DDP was gonna finish him. Yeah. And you kind of sensed a really big highlight knockout, which turned into the corner throw in the towel, which is probably the right call. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, he he stopped offending. Right. So, I mean, a little tough, but at the same time, it's cool to see DDP go up the ranks. I will say, though, two things about DDP. One, he always looks tired, but he's really not. 
It's just <laughs> right. Yeah. If he was like, tired, he'd be losing. Yeah. And his sloppy striking is gonna really backfire sometimes mm-hmm. even, I think. If he gets if he if he fights the right person, it's gonna really Well, we're we're at that point now. He's he's number six. Like Dude. we're gonna find out what he's all about. Like if yeah, he hit no matter who he fights next, I think he should fight Cannoneer. My my humble opinion. That would be a good um, fight. That yeah. Like who Fair. else? Who else? Really? It's him or I mean Strickland? <laughs> I don't I don't fucking know. DDP Strickland would be funny. DDP Strickland is just like that's fight night made event territory. And so is DDP Cannoneer, honestly. See, I, I think if you if you put uh, DDP in front of Strickland, like, that's just the perfect way to end DDP's hype train. Like, he's just on a fucking <laughs> roll right now through the top to the top 10. You put him in front j- of Strickland and, death for and he just gets minutes. <laughs> over and over. Yeah. But I, I don't, I I don't want to say Did I Cannoneer think... beat Strickland? No, Strickland won. Strickland Wait, no, 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 no. Cannonier did beat Strickland. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't remember. Strickland, Strickland beat uh, Imavov. That's right. Right. But, like, I'm not saying DDP is, like, a legit title contender, but I think he's good enough to, like, beat any anyone in the... I don't know, man. Guys. He can beat a few guys in the top ten. That's what I'll say. He oh, for sure. There, but so I'm, we'll... I'm not going to say title contender just yet. No, not a... he needs to win that next one, but... I'm happy for him. I'm a fan. Got to meet him. Cool guy. Huge guy. Um, he's getting. He's getting. Fa- I'm not taking anything away from DDP. He's awesome. I'm a fan. He's a boxed up fucking fan now because he met Slimmy. But he's gotten some favorable opponents. We can agree on that. Yes, I would. I would say so. Like Brunson until literal last fight. Brunson Tavares <laughs> might be his best win. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I mean, he's the only guy who hasn't gotten finished by. I him. mean, Tavares so, yeah. is probably his best performance. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, Tavares probably. the only guy to not get finished by DDP. Yeah, but I mean, all three of DDP's last fights have been entertaining as hell. That's oh, 100%. that's for sure. So, and you've seen him live twice. Number one DDP fan, bro. <laughs> yep. Um, just like I'm the number one Kaikara friend. Uh, Kai Car France fan, seen him yep. win twice. Um, speaking of Kai Car France, he knocked out Cardi Garbrandt, who won a decision on this card uh, in the most boring fashion. But he got a dub, yeah. and he needed a dub. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on this fight? This should not have been the featured prelim. Uh, this should have been Bo Nickel's spot, and they should have had DDP and Brunson kick off the the main card, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody, he had a couple like explosive takedowns that were nice, and he did some dancing, which was. Way better than anything else he did on the feet during the fight. Um, Jones was a statue, and it was very. It kind of was like it was kind of like fuck. Like we we were on, we were going good. After yeah. The DDP knocked on it. It's like oh, then that stinker fight happens, and I was kind of worried. But I don't really have anything else to say other than Cody saved his career for a little bit yeah. longer. That's true. I mean, who you really blame here for an unentertaining fight? Like. I think Cody I blame Jones. I blame Jones. I mean, I I, I kind of do too. I mean, see, Cody had more to lose. I mean, Jones might get cut, so he also might have. A, he right. had a lot to lose as well. But Cody, in terms of his stardom and everything, he needed to win this fight. He talked. But then after- Jones had Jones had everything to gain a knockout over Garbrandt. Like people exactly. know the name after that. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, join join the club. <laughs> right. So, but with Cody, it's like he got he got a lot of criticism, but. And I, I was also critical of him, and I still kind of am because 
I I think he's done. Honestly, I don't yeah, think no, like I he's got much left. He might approach certain fights differently, but if you're eking out decisions against Trevin Jones, then you I don't know what quit, man. I mean, I don't know about call quits. Like, he like he'll still fight, but he's just gonna be a name that like was, which is really unfortunate. He's gonna like, be the show, the next Shogun, like like we had on the card in January. Yeah, it's like no one really cares about him. Like yeah. fighting now, it's all about what he did in the past, and mm-hmm. he's a shell of himself. I love. I mean, what Eric put it perfectly. Cody was made in a lab to beat Dominic Cruz in his prime, yeah. and nothing else. And I mean, he got the win by basically wrestling Trevor Jones for the second round. And yeah, man, he needed a win, and he got a win. Trevor Jones, the other on the other hand, like, yeah, do yeah, do something. You're, you're the underdog. You gotta like, you gotta force the fight. They were both planning on countering. One thing I didn't like what Cody did is he took the third round off pretty much. And he almost mm-hmm. he he almost got clipped. Too. Well, yeah, because Turner started to be like, oh shit, it's third round. I gotta do something. But it was too little, too late. Yeah. Not much else to say. We'll see Cody again sometime this year, probably. Main card, Bo Nickel, first round sub. I didn't notice this at the time, but I guess he like hit Pickett in the the dick and it wasn't stopped. And that's kind of what started the whole sequence. But I mean, I don't know. Was it really gonna matter? It I was I, I'm not impressed. I can't say I'm impressed because it's like this is what everyone thought was gonna happen. Yeah. So cool. Uh not not as excited for him. Like the arena pop was not like it was for Rosas, which Interesting. is crazy. Way bigger of a reception for Rosas than Nickel. Maybe because Rosas is 18 and, like, I don't know, so young and He's Mexican. all that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. So, obviously, the big storyline out of this fight was the nut shot. It was pretty. It, it was, I saw the replay, and I, I think it should have been stopped. I am surprised it wasn't. Uh, I watched interviews with Bo Nickel and Jamie Pickett uh, afterwards, and Bo Nickel basically said he hit him in the thigh mm-hmm. and uh jamie pickett reacted as if he got hit in the nuts and he thought it may have been either he was trying to fake it to get out of that position or it might have actually hurt him in the leg mm-hmm. and then jamie pickett on the other hand he's like no like he hit me there but like why would i be mad at nickel he's trying to hurt me like peterson the rest fall yeah the, he needs to stop the fight yeah that's he, it peterson, i like i like the i like that picket put it that way because it's not yeah. Bo's fault. It's it is kind of unfortunate fault. because no one, like he, I think he protested the stoppage, but no one is, gave a shit because yeah. it, like, that's what was like. Th- that that's the script right there. That's mm-hmm. as scripted as it gets. Is Bo Nickel first on submission? That we was had, minus we, had, we had bigger things to get onto in the night, so we just mm-hmm. said, eh, "All right, moving on." <laughs> yeah. Um, gamer gets the split win. Um, I thought he won this pretty clearly. Not clearly. It was. It was I thought close. it was three. I thought he won every round. I think he did too. So I was kind of just surprised by the split. But I guess if you want to say Turner, you know, did a little bit more damage on the feet, stuff like that, that's fine. Really, but, I highly agree. I disagree with the split. I I don't know how you can give Turner two rounds. Honestly, uh, that's that's why when I when I heard split, I was like, uh oh, like here we go. But the last scorecard was thirty twenty seven Gamera, which is what I had. I mean, he he just did his thing, man. Just did his thing. Did not care about Turner's size and just t- took him down, kept taking him down. He did have a little bit of trouble holding him down because Turner's mm-hmm. so fucking 
strong and athletic, but it's like gamer's a gamer, bro. He's good. He's elite. Yeah, I mean, the fight in general is a little more uneventful than I thought it would be. Uh, it's a little unfortunate because I really thought Turner looked good, and I I really think he could have won that fight. I don't know what I don't know what it's, it's hard for me to explain my thought here because I don't know what he could have done differently. But watching him in there with Gamera, it's like, 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 like it's it's yours to win. I, like, I don't right. know how else to describe. It, it just felt like right. he should have won. But like, Gamera, dude, you know yeah. what he's gonna do. Like, you yeah. know exactly what Gamera's gonna do. Turner was a lot better on the feet too. Mm-hmm. It, it was not even close on the feet. I mean, the like, reach he was, was the, like yeah, he was just he couldn't get close. Gamera couldn't get close enough to him really to hit him. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it's like the the number one thing that could have been different for Jalen Turner is if he fought Dan Hooker. Yeah, that's so true. It's a that's a real shitty uh, matchup you get as your replacement fight. Um, so but like I don't, he's still he's still one of the top lightweights. Like I don't give him a better matchup, and he's gonna produce a highlight probably. But I I think the other thing I had a problem with too is that not a problem with, but Gamrat won the fight obviously, but it was by no dominant factor. Like he got a bunch of yeah. takedowns, but didn't indict and do any damage or anything like that. He just won the fight, you know. So. Right. Never apologize. I'm excited for these next. I'm excited for both these guys, though. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, what, and what they're going to do in the future. Absolutely, elite. Oh, dude, I was I was really excited when they were walking out. I was like, I for I low key forgot that this fight was happening. <laughs> and I was like, I, oh, I shit. wanted Gamrot to win just based off. Turner can handle a loss right now after winning seven or eight in a row or whatever. Gamrot losing two in a row would be kind of tough. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy for him in this case. And again, Turner's going to get another ranked guy. He, might, he should just fight Dan Hooker once Hooker's healthy, honestly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Shavkat and Jeff Neal fight of the, the night. night. Fucking crazy violence, bro. This was crazy awesome. violence. Those knees to the body that Shavkat was landing crazy dude, this, this fight was fucking awesome dude jeff it was jeff back and forth that, jeff proved that he why he's there he proved why he's boxed up missed weight yep. by four pounds jeff neal's awesome yeah shavka is kind of the storyline because of how good he looked but jeff neal jeff neal stood right there with him he was i mean he he landed some good shots on shavka stuffed every takedown mm-hmm. and I was like formally impressed by both guys. Honestly, it was extreme violence. Shavkat's got a chin on him too. We learned that. Definitely extreme violence. This, like we we were talking about, uh, Chamaya versus Burns. This is exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. Just a absolute banger the whole time until someone can't go much longer. You know what I mean? Pretty similar. It was like it was so much fun this fight to watch. Like it honestly up there with fights of the year so far, in my opinion, just because of how back like Jeff Neal looked so done sometimes, but he was fucking he was digging so deep. Yeah, it was so cool to see. I Jeff Neal's I'm a big fan. He's awesome. Yeah. Jeff Neal rocks. Um <laughs> Shavkat. Who who do we think's next for Shavkat? Who do you want? Dude, to I don't face? I don't know, man. Like he he could handle anybody. I'll, okay, I want to talk about Colby. the choke too because that was fucking. Oh yeah, awesome. bro. Choke came Jeff, out of nowhere. Jeff Neal posted about it and shit too. Uh, yeah, <laughs> off, off the wire and stuff. That was so. But the standing rear naked and the the picture is fucking wild. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that like that was fucking. 
like pure pure violence and that and yeah it, like and jeff neal's making multiple comments about it too not just that post but someone said he did like like jones did machida and he's like hell no i wasn't i, I wasn't i wasn't unconscious there like i was there i was i was there i was ready to go <laughs> so funny but yeah i don't know i think i mean I, colby shaka would be awesome that colby's next opponent i just i have no idea because you've got hamzat shavkat um Falal. there you go <laughs> I don't like it's tough because like you really I don't we'll know. We'll talk about Bilal next week when when Usman and Leon fight. We'll talk about Bilal next week. He's not gonna win her. I'm sorry, but he is. Um yeah, this was a great lead into our championship fights. Let's just let's just talk about it. Alexa Grasso. I know you've been waiting to talk. Yeah, go yeah, do, do your thing. So she won the first round. Yep. And I was like, okay, boys, two more. We need two more of them things. We got we went half of the remaining rounds. <laughs> and then Valentina, little pussy ass Valentina, is like, I need to shoot takedowns. Got her in the crucifix. I'm like, we're done. We're fucked. It was good effort, Alexa. We'll get him next time. Then she gets out of the crucifix. Something that is very hard to do. Gets out of the crucifix. Keeps getting taken down, which was worrying. Um, but she kept getting back up. That's the thing, bro. Alexa Grasso is strong enough, athletic enough to get up from takedowns. Her defense might not be great, but she can get up. Uh, so fuck you, Blanchfield. I already see what Bridger's trying to <laughs> fucking typing in the chat as we speak. I don't give a fuck. Alexa Grasso. Is he actually? No. But it, this is the this is, this is the Alexa Grasso era we have just entered into. Valentina was a good run. Like that back take was so perfect. You see, after the fight, she was drilling that literally minutes before the fight happened. Yeah. She knew where she where Valentina was vulnerable because Valentina's always throwing spinning shit that doesn't land. She's always doing that. Um Alexa exploited it, took that back. Once she like dug her her hand behind her head and like really, yeah. Once she covered it up, I was like, We're we're we got it. We got it. She's tapping. And then she tapped and the fucking place erupted, bro. I went crazy. We were all rooting for Grasso. People around me rooting for Grasso. It was I need K, what what were you doing from the time she won and just like that next minute afterwards? Screaming, jumping, high fiving everybody. About to like hyperventilating. I was like, <laughs> that was the most I've never been that excited, I don't think, ever in my life. <laughs> I don't I, I don't I don't doubt that at all. Honestly. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I mean great, I'm the biggest hater in the world. I I'm not I'm I mean I'm I, this is what happens when a take doesn't go your way. Like you have you have when like I had Allen, Brand Allen, like last week, and now this week it's Alexa Grasso, the complete opposite. I was the biggest hater on the podcast last week. I'm still the biggest hater right now, but and I've been she her biggest it. fan this whole time. Yeah, and guess you what? have. And she's got the fucking belt around her shoulder. She so has everyone the belt. can everyone can suck my dick because I saw she this coming all the way. I mean, um, Slimmy, I I envy you and I wish to be in your spot one day. I got like, I'm enjoying it. Don't worry. You, Don't worry. You're you like rooting for a fighter from the start of this podcast to the time they're a champion. Like I might never get that, honestly. Like that's I, I almost had it twice, bro. I almost had it twice. Yeah, and the fact that you saw that in person, if if Jan won 
the belt and and if you went back to back like that i don't even, I don't even want it. like i would probably crazy. never go to another event i would be yeah. like, done like i don't want anymore but looking at the current champions bro like it's why i know it's wild the current champions are fucking wild right now brandon moreno who i'm yeah. a fan of aljamain who i like volk who's the best islam eh, not as big of a fan if it was charles i'd like it a lot better Leon Edwards, Alex Pajeda, Jamal Hill, and John Jones. And then over on the women's side, Amanda Nunes, Wei Lee, and Grasso. It's a great time to be a UFC fan, my man. Those last three in the men's, like Jamal, or um, who Pajeda. was before Jamal? Pajeda, Jamal Hill, and John Jones. That is a mind fuck. <laughs> yeah. That, that is so fucking crazy. That is a mind, like those, oh my God, those three individuals. Like can inflict so much pain on anybody in the world. Just thinking about it. Um, here's here's my question. Further, it's going to be a rematch. Like, there's no question about it. Yeah. What are the odds? I think it's similar to Pena Nunes, where Pena or Nunes is probably like minus two hundred, or Valentina is probably like minus two hundred, minus two fifty. Because okay, Valentina was winning the fight. She won rounds two and three. The See here. Round- no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The fourth round, like it was about to be two two. Like if if it, Valentina well, like I don't somehow know. It was, okay. if she it somehow was, escaped that choke, it would have been two two. No, you're not you're you're not wrong. Yes, I agree with that. But it was close. If Valentina never okay, I don't like doing this with fights. But if Valentina never threw that spinning kick, it she might still like be we don't know. It, like it was a close round. Like mm-hmm. until that sequence, it was very even. So I don't and, know. And it's like Valentina was winning the fight, but like Grasso was performing very well. Like she was fighting very well. No, Grasso was doing like I, I was shocked. I honestly didn't really think Grasso had a chance. I really didn't. And Valentina was doing what I thought she would do and take her down and beat her up on the ground. But Grasso's boxing is so pure. She was it's better than I would ever expected. And mm-hmm. Yeah, she did not fold under pressure. She did better against Valentina than anyone has even close to been doing in, in during her title reign. Except for I mean, Nuna. Talia, Talia Santos. Well, Nuna, that was before Valentina was champ, I believe. Oh. But Talia Santos is a close second, obviously, because mm-hmm. she arguably won the fight. Well, here's the thing, bro. Valentina, we think, might have lost her last fight. She just got subbed. Like, is she on the decline? I think she is. She's 35. She's not. She, yeah. Father Time was like, undefeated. Same. Yeah, I no, it's really not the same. She's getting older. It honestly would not surprise me if Grasso won again. It really would. That's what I was gonna say, bro. Like, I think she legitimately can win the rematch. Like, that, I don't see why not. You well, know? yeah, like, why not? She beat her once, and it's like she looks. She looks so good. It wasn't a fluke type of thing. Like, she was. She's able to hang with Valentina, so it's like. Why can't she rematch or repeat? Yeah. Like, I it was less of a. The the Pena one you could argue is more fluky, in terms of yeah. I mean, well, that also you can't call that a fluke either. Dude, look, but... Looking back on the fight though, like Nunez looked just so unprepared. Yeah, like that. Yeah. She like just had her kid. She's like, eh, whatever. Like, and Nunez tough. came back and just fucking dominated Pena. Yeah, so, yeah, so I see like, that that has less of a chance of happening. Right, because because right. Valentina's I think I don't think she's ever not invested. You know, right. That's exactly. all she does. That's all she's been doing for years. I was super impressed, Grasso. Yeah, man, she's the fucking champion. Awesome. They I have this. They have to do a, an event in Mexico with all these Mexican champions. They bro. they do. There's three of them, dude. It's okay. Also, 
this, the division just got wild too. We've we yeah. talked about this a little bit too in the 125. chat. One twenty five. Look, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, one twenty women's one twenty five. Yeah, we've got these two: Grasso, Shevchenko. We've got Blanchfield. We've got Santos. We've got Manon Furo. We've got fucking Andrade, Chukagan, Hebas. Yes, baby. Tracy Cortez. I think, uh, Tracy Barber. Uh, yep. Uh, I think you got to go Blanchfield Santos as number one contender fight. Is what I think. Yeah. And then winner of that gets Valentina Grasso, obviously. And then Hebas will be waiting in the wings, ready to go. Ready Hebas to get the versus, call. Hebas versus Firo. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like get her head kicked off. <laughs> I think I, I think you give uh, Hebas Lauren Murphy. I think that's a good fight. What? Let me find a better matchup than that. Where's Hebas? <laughs> What is she ranked? Okay, she's number nine. I have her fight you Kagan again. Fuck that shit. <laughs> anyway, I'm down, bro. Anyway, let's get on with it. John Jones came out, just washed Cyril gone. Once uh once the walkout started, I was like, ah, I'm an idiot. Like uh, <laughs> I the champ is here. Yeah. Yeah. We we, I, we all kind of looked the, at each other like y'all were cooked. I'm the biggest hater for fading grasso obviously but i would have felt a lot worse if gone also won and you were that high and i was that low john jones it was the, yeah john the earth the, the the uh we re-established equilibrium yeah with this yeah it would have been way too much positive for slimmy if gone won because <laughs> i would have just i would have just shit all over you guys like I yeah i know i know you would have the it that it happened so fast. See, it's actually pretty the, crazy. It was kind of easy. How like, easy I'm, it was. I, I'm not disappointed by it at all, but I wish we could have got to see an actual fight. You know, mm-hmm. um, like gone. That was embarrassing. Actually, it like, was. I'm more, I'm more embarrassed for gone than impressed by Jones. If that Same. Makes sense. Gone. Like, like, what are you doing, bro, on, dude? It, it didn't even look like a choke was in. Like, I, yeah, it was, but it didn't really look like it. I mean, gone like you know he's gonna come out and try to wrestle. He didn't look. He did not look ready. I don't no, want to say the moment. The moment the, I think the moment might have been too big for him, bro. It like, might have been, I, but, he, but he's. But I don't know how because he's been in title fights before multiple times. Mm-hmm, true. Like he he was fighting in Derek Lewis's home city. He was fighting in Ganu and looked good for the first two rounds in that fight. Like, like I don't I, know what it was, man. Oh. Like I don't, I don't really think we need to even talk about the fight too much because there wasn't even a fight. It's no, the, the, it's more the, like the, the conversation is John Jones could literally beat every single heavyweight on the fucking roster, dude. Like he, yeah, but he doesn't have to, bro. He might just fight one or two more times, go stay undefeated because, like, who the fuck's gonna not undefeated? But you know what I mean, um, bro, Stipe, bro, I don't want to see him fight Stipe. Dude, but I think this is like this is why John Jones is so smart when it comes to this stuff. He found the perfect opportunity to fight a guy in Gone who has no wrestling or grappling. That's not and a then, perfect opportunity. That's called being pussy. And then the next step is Stipe, who he's probably gonna fuck. Like Stipe's forty, bro. Bro, they he's showed forty years old. There, he was calling Stipe out, and they showed Stipe on the jumbotron. He yeah. looked so terrified, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> they interviewed him afterwards, and he had like nothing to say. Dude, I mean, sure. Give me, give me him versus Stipe. Sell it all you want, UFC. I'm gonna watch it. I don't give a fuck. But like, 
I'd rather see him fight winner of Pavlovich Blades. Well, that's probably next. The thing is, it's tough because you need to give Stipe a fight at some point, right? Poor Blades, bro. Poor Blades. Yeah, Bla- this is so unfortunate for Blades. I feel so bad for him. Pavlovich is going to knock his head off. Bro, you saw that video today of him fucking... Yeah, I sent it to you. He's got <laughs> faster hands than Moreno. Like, <laughs> Dude, Pavlovich, I, I think he's going to be champion. He is He's a scary dude. I would not be surprised if John Jones called it after the Stipe fight, honestly. And said, fuck, I don't want to face Pavlovich. I don't want to smoke. <laughs> Literally. Pavlovich smokes blades right away, which I'm, I'm actually kind of... That's like the one heavyweight fight I'll actually look forward to is Blaze Pavlovich. That's gonna be um, fun. Never again will I get invested in heavyweight, bro. Like this, this division is so fucking ass. Like I need Tom Aspinall back so quickly. It's bro, so boxed up, though. It's boxed up, but Jesus Christ, it's bad. Like, come on, they can do a little bit better. I hope. I think all the credit to John's victory goes to his boxed up training team and Walt Harris yep, and Maurice exactly. Green and Jorgen Dude, DeCastro. Walt's, Walt's tweeting at uh, who was he Eric tweeting Lewis. at? Bro, let's go. Now Walt should should fight uh Shamil. I think they already awesome. fought him, but like, run it back. Run it back. We just just keep fighting each other. Keep fighting each other. Um I Jones don't know. is the goat though. Jones, Jones is like like I have no reason to to hate. Like I was doubting the goat. I do the only thing I'll say is like I wish we got to a chance to see more of him fighting to see more of what he looks like a heavyweight see i would but, agree with you there and but i had money line and sub so i was happy it ended where, where it did congratulations i had grasso plus 600 so <laughs> we both we both had a we both had a a reason a, a reason to smile uh valentina would have cashed my five leg parlay too and i'm probably i'm one of mil i'm, I'm one of probably would you say millions of people that needed Valentina? No. Millions of not, dollars right? for sure. Millions of people. Oh, yeah. Millions of dollars for sure. Thousands of people. Um, definitely thousands of people. Tens of thousands of people. Probably. Tens of thousands probably? Probably. They needed, um, they needed Valentina to hit a lay. Here's the thing, though. This is why you're the fucking number one hater. If fucking Hebas was fighting Shevchenko, I bet on Hebas. I'm not that big of a hater, bro. Like, I'm... Yeah, I, well, I don't I'm hate already... Hebas is the thing. I don't come on, man. I See, need more support. We need more support. No, I'm I'm happy for you. I, I texted you right after the fight individually. I'm I was so happy for you. No, I say this about Valentina about ruining my parlay, but I honestly couldn't give le- couldn't have given less less of a fuck. That was I awesome, was, bro. Like... I was I was laughing my ass off. I was it was so I because because all I could think about was when Grasso finished her was you in the stands going crazy and I was laughing my ass off at, at, about thinking about that. Bro, I looked like a literal ape, like yeah, jumping up and no, down. My yeah. my knees were touching my chin. Um, but the thing is too, like we were all riding. There's a couple dudes sitting in front of us and a couple to the side of me who were all riding for Grasso. Yeah, we were all awesome. chanting Mexico. Mexico, it was yeah. so fucking that lit. Pretty lit. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I, I I won't be a hater like that again. Um, I mean, but it came out of nowhere. Grasso she just did, she just took the back. And I'm like, boom, boom. And the, the, and the Valentine, you you could see on Valentina's chin how how much fucking tight that she had. squeeze was, dude. If yeah. I were gonna keep it a buck fifty, I need her to choke me out like that. But let's move <laughs> on. We've got a fight night. This is not in the Apex, but it is in Las Vegas. 
So we have what? a crowd. Yeah, it's not oh, an Apex. Okay. It's at the the Virgin Hotels Theater. What the fuck? I in Las Vegas. Yeah, so we have a crowd, which is lit. This card's um, this, pretty interesting. This is an ultimate card of like, I'm excited for it. A lot of good fights, but I have no reads whatsoever. Like, I don't need a lot of these fights. I don't have any plays. So, shall we? Do you have the do you have the odds pulled up? For I have you? the odds ready to go. All right. Um, first fight: Jared Gooden's coming in to fight Carlston Harris. Uh, Gooden got cut by the UFC. He's back on a short notice replacement. Um, I'm no, guessing those Carl's... odds aren't aren't up yet. Okay, it's because it's short notice. Carlston got uh, he's the one that got kicked in the head by Shavkat, but yep. before that, he got a few wins in a row. So I think he he might be pretty good. Um, Shout out Gooden for getting back in the UFC, bro. I'm happy Gooden's for back. him. Gooden's back. Got a couple dubs yeah. and he's back. Yeah, I think. I mean, I like Gooden's got fucking knockout power. I mean, yeah, I remember Carlson Harris purely based off getting hit with a spinning back kick from Shaft. Right, right, right. Not a great visual to have in your brain for uh, no. for this fight, but not much else to say about that. Uh, Tyson Nam flyweight just knocked out O'Day in his last fight. Taking on Bruno Silva, who I saw in person in Columbus. Um, Bruno Silva minus two hundred. Tyson Nam plus one seventy. Oh, I did not. I did not see him in Columbus. I'm thinking of someone else. There's so many Bruno Silvas and exactly. Silvas in the UFC. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know exactly. which Silva this is, so I don't. It's yeah. it's flyweight Bruno Silva, not the Bruno Silva, not boxed up Bruno Silva. It's the flyweight yeah, Bruno yeah. Silva. <laughs> right. Um, Nam's a dog, I believe. Yeah, Nam's plus one seventy. There's knockout power there. Um, Do you like the under here? I'm gonna be the underlay on the podcast live because it's probably the only bet I'm gonna make since I'm not gonna be watching. I don't like the under here. Okay, all right. I, I don't That's know. Fine. I don't know. We got to go through it, and I'll, I'll let you know if I like to lean on the under. But uh, Tony Gravely versus Victor Henry again. Two guys I know. Two guys I've seen fight multiple times. Yep. I'm guess Henry's probably a slight favorite. Guess Gravely that one. Slight, I'm gonna say Henry minus one forty five. Minus one forty. Hey. And Gravely plus one twenty. I mean. I, I Henry, I just remember he looked good two fights ago, and I predicted him losing to Sunsau at plus three hundred. Cool. Um yeah. But I mean, these guys are both decent. Again, don't no like, read, no read. But <laughs> I only like an under here either. Neither do I. It's like I just I think it's gonna be a good fight. Can't wait to see what happens. But like I mm-hmm. I can't make a prediction. This next fight I do have a prediction for, and I'm not I don't mean to like pass through these fights like they don't matter. This is a pretty good fight night card. Like I like I like the Tony Gravely Victor Henry fight. Yeah. I just don't have much to say about it. But um Lipsky versus JJ Aldridge. Give me do I have a line on a JJ Aldridge knockout prop? JJ Aldridge by knockout is plus two fifty. She's minus three fifty money line and Lipsky's plus two ninety. So I don't understand last, the Lipsky her, hate because Lipsky looked last, really good her last fight. Or actually wait, no, she didn't. This. No, she got in her last out. four. Listen, let, let me tell you why that line is the way it is. She's one in three. Her one win is against Mandy Bohm, who's no good at all. So she won that fight. Good for her. Though her other three fights, she's been knocked out three times by Antonina Shevchenko, Montana Whoa. De La Rosa, mm. and Priscilla Cachedia. And we are on that. Actually good. Yeah. So JJ by knockout. I think it's the under here. It's under two and a half is plus 160. All right. Ariane Lipsky armbar. Uh, that's very in game. 
Yeah, I mean, let's give me the under. Let's buy submissions plus six. Uh, so JJ by decisions most likely at minus one ten, but uh, JJ by finishes plus one eighty, which is pretty much right. the same as the under. So, I agree. I think JJ Aldridge is pretty good. Right. Me too. Can you can you look up if she has any finishes in the UFC? Um, no, she does not. That's concerning. She is she is a decision queen merchant. I don't I don't uh uh I don't know if I like it anymore. She's got a weird record too. Like she's lost to Blanchfield, Macy Barber, who are good, but then she lost to Sabina Mazo, who is dog shit. So you just call Macy Barber good? Did I hear that right? Yeah, I think she's ranked, bro. Fuck okay. it. Just because okay. I don't, there like we her, go. I don't right. think she's no, good. I like that. But JJ, she's beaten Jillian Robertson and Vanessa Demopoulos, so she's solid. I don't think Lipsy's good at all, though. I th- I don't think she's good. So the under here is really tempting, but I don't like JJ having no having all decisions. Yeah, That's scary. That's very concerning. Um, oh shit! Know. Illinois is down by eight. Tough. Um. Okay. This next line is a little disrespectful. I think Mario Bautista, who we've talked about before as being yep. good, yep. taking on Guido Canetti. Giant line. I don't know. Bautista's and, minus 950 and Gentenny is plus 650. Like that's kind of crazy to me because like Bautista's good though. No, Bautista that's a, is he, really it is a good, huge line. But that line is crazy big. Like if you told me it was minus 500, I'd be like, okay, like I see it. But minus 900, like Jesus Christ. Bro, guess what uh, Bautista by finishes? Minus 200. Minus 350. Jesus Christ, dude. And the under one and a half is minus 190. Don't don't bet anything on Bautista. Like, if you're going to bet this fight, take Kennedy. He's got, like, I mean, he's got two two finishes in a row. Like, he's not that bad. Like, he's got decent hands. Like, I just thought that line was crazy. I don't think he's going to beat Mario, but I think the line is absurd. So I do kind of like an under one and a half here. It kind of has that feel at this big of a line. You know, I even though it's what's, minus what's, 190. What's Guido by knockout? Hmm. Uh plus 1400. Yeah. Yeah. Bet on that. Mario got knocked out by Trevin Jones, bro. That's true. That's very true. So I can be sneaky. And Gen- and Gintendi has two knockout wins. He said, "Yeah, he oh well, he's got a couple of knockouts. Yeah, he's he's he can finish. He's a finisher. He's dangerous. Think, he's more I of a threat it, to finish, as Bridger would say, but not really because Mario's Mario's more of a threat to finish. But for, oh yeah, that, that, that that's an under right there. There it is. Um. Okay. Next up, Cedric Dumas versus Josh Fremd. Um. Dumas by knockout. What we got? Dumas is minus two fifteen from plus one eighty five. Dumas by knockout is plus one seventy five. That makes sense to me. This dude looks crazy. He uh is a contender series guy. Looks like he should be really fucking good. So we'll see what happens. But I guess he's like a bad guy. So I'm really? not rooting for him too hard. Let yeah. me look at the his picture. The under he got one face is, tats. Oh yeah, no, this guy had a great. Con- oh, okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and he I think a- Fremd is bad. He lost to Treshawn Gore, so he did. 
I think Frem's gonna get knocked here. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who who Dumas is. I love the under here. And I love him what by knockout. It? What is what is the under at? One and a half at pick him. Okay. Dumas okay. finished someone really early in the contender series. Yeah. Like 40 seconds or something. And Fremd got knocked out by Gore too. I think he got he got knocked out, but it, no, it was actually the, the technically a sub. Technically. Really? Yeah, it was. Um or did he knock out Gore? No, 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 no. He got finished. Yeah, he Gore. lost by guillotine to Gore, yeah. Because remember, he was like he was like picking him up, almost dragging his neck, like mm-hmm. it was very violent. Before that, he went to decision against Anthony Hernandez, which is guess. Yeah, I remember that impressive. fight. He didn't do bad against Hernandez, so that's why I thought he was going to beat Gore, but that did not happen. Um, anyway, yeah, I think Dumas is pretty good. Bantamweights, Rafael Sunsau versus Davy Grant. This is a good fight. This is a good. Yeah, fight. Like... Sunsau plus one fifteen, Davy Grant minus one thirty five. This is this should be a super fun fight. Give me Grant. Dude, I don't. I'm pretty torn here. I like Grant a lot. I think he's pretty solid. But Asunsa looked really good against Victor Henry his last time around. We talked about how he's faced everyone in this division. I still think yeah. he's got it. I think getting him a plus money wouldn't be a bad call. But we'll David Grant's really fun. I, I do want to see how the line moves because it's like, yeah, like Asuncio lost four in a row, but he lost to all like top five guys. Mm-hmm. So, or top 10 guys at the very least beat Victor Henry, got back on track. I don't know. I think I'm more willing to bet on Davy Grant, like being, being that good, like good enough to like have a good performance and beat him and have a sunset. look a little bit more washed. And I'm more willing mm-hmm. to bet on that than I am for a sunset to look like he did it against Henry. And the thing about Davy Grant is Davy Grant can take so much damage. He went to a decision with fucking Yanez. And almost one. And, and Cheeto. He went to the decision yeah. with Cheeto too. So um yeah. Other than I, I that, he's like, knocking people out. So I don't like an under here just because both guys are so durable. But it should be a really fun one. Yeah, no, I'm hyped for this fight. Again, good solid fights, nothing too yeah. crazy. Um heavyweights. Lucas Brezki, who lost to Martin Boudet. Why I don't remember that fight at all, but uh, it happened. Um, he's taken on Carl Williams. Never heard of him. Carl Williams minus two thirty, and Lucas Breski is plus one ninety five. Breski is Polish power. Carl Williams. So the line for him to knock him out and for him to win by decision is pretty similar. Both pretty likely to happen at plus one seventy five. I don't I haven't heard of either of these guys. I didn't even know they were heavyweights until you said they were. Moving on. <laughs> um, I'm not, I'm not going to... An under here is tempting in the heavyweight fight, but on uh, his typology page, there's a lot of decisions, and that's concerning for heavyweight. But yeah. yeah. Moving so. on. Uh, the Pleasure Man returns. Yeah. It's a pick and fight with the Pleasure Man and Victor Petrino. Uh, what are you thinking here? I mean, I really don't know if either of them are good. I, give me the pleasure, man, bro. Like, I sure, <laughs> yeah, it's fuck the pleasure, it, dude, man. Honestly. Like, like he lost to fucking... Almeida, but like everyone's gonna lose to Almeida. So, like, give me, his nickname is the Pleasure Man, bro. Like, I can't believe they gave him Almeida. That's so fucked. I think he, I think he stepped in on short notice, if I remember correctly, on mm. that fight. So, 
I don't know. I just know him as the pleasure man. I don't know the other guy. So like bet with what Anton, you know. Anton, bet with what you know, yeah. Anton Turkalsh. No, no under there. I mean, if I'm looking at Petrino's uh topology, uh he's got all knockouts early, so mm, really but again, he's facing fucking cans, bro. Like the under one and a half is plus one thirty. Nah. Nah. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to some good fights. Saeed Nurmagomedov is back. Yeah. Taking on Jonathan Martinez. Give me Martinez at plus 200 all yep, same. damn day. Agree. Saeed Nurmagomedov, minus 255. Jonathan Martinez, plus 215. We've seen Saeed, his last two fights, scrape out a decision against um your boy. DSA. Yeah, DSA. As a minus three hundred favorite, and then went off a I don't want to say Hail Mary submission, but in a fight he was losing, got a submission against the other Saeed. Jonathan Martinez is fucking good, dude. Yeah, he's fucking good. It's kind of like Bautista, man. Like every time he fights, you're like, this guy's fucking good, bro. Like, yeah, he's long. He's won and four in a row. He's won six of his last seven. And... The under two and a half is plus one forty. That kind of makes sense. I see this going to a decision. And Martinez, the thing that sets him apart is his fucking leg kicks and just his striking in general, his kickboxing. Mm-hmm. And Saeed, super hyped up, got a really sick submission against Cody Stamen, but he hasn't looked that impressed. He also uh, lost to that one flyweight who's not that good. I forget his name uh, recently, too. Ryoni Barcelos, who got starched by Umar. Yeah. So so I know I I'm not all aboard the Said train like everyone else. The the, the Nurmaga Medov last name really gets people, including well, yeah, the oddsmakers. I think if you're giving me those odds and you're giving me plus two hundred on Martinez against someone who is like a a comparable opponent, like Said might be better, but he's at least comparable to Jonathan Martinez. So I'm gonna take 100%. that dog money all day. Like okay. no disrespect to Said, like. I got to do it. Got to do it. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a banger at Bantamweight, though. That's a really good fight. It is. <clears throat> and for, uh, Featherweights. Ricardo Ramos and Austin Lingo. I like Ramos. He got a um, spinning elbow knockout in the UFC Austin card. It's very nice. And Lingo's 9-1. Ra- and one, So Ramos is minus 365 and Lingo's plus 300. The I under mean, two and a half is minus one forty five, which I kind of like for the underlay. Hamos is fun, bro. He's got a couple, couple uh, spinning elbow finishes, if I remember correctly. Do you see him getting a finish here? He, yeah, dude, for sure. I don't know. Ramos like, by Ramos by finish is plus one ten. Yeah, bro, he can choke people out. He's he's a he can finish. He, I, I mean, think this is me, underlay right here. I think this is underlay. I like that a lot. Lingo, on the other hand, more of a decision guy. Lost to Yusuf Zalal, beat Jacob Kilborn and Luis Saldana. Hamos is by far the best guy Lingo has fought. Um, I don't know much about Lingo though, so that kind of scares me. I see that that price on Hamos, like that's, that's a steep line, but I think he's good. The price is assuming Ramos beats him inside. Yeah. Yep. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what the fuck happens. These last three are fun, though. 
Um, Krylov span. We already really talked about this. Give me Krylov. Under. Under. One and a half. Yeah, minus one seventy five. But I still, this, like I, it. I, I gotta say, I'm very glad this is three rounds only now, and we don't have to worry yeah. about this drag and not a mid event. Give, yeah. give, give me span at plus one forty five. That's all I'm gonna say. I'll take Krylov. I'll take Krylov. Um, Komain Volkov versus Romanov. This is a very interesting one. I'll it's just say one, like it's heavyweights, bro. And I, I wanted to make it a point that I do not like heavyweight. I hate betting on heavyweight. I, I should have learned my lesson long ago. <laughs> I, but if I had to pick a Don't side, I'm going to say Romanov here. Um, I did see on Twitter that they're instead of like, you know, when they're in an arena, they use the bigger octagon mm-hmm. and the apex is the smaller one. Yeah. They're using the smaller one. So in my brain, what that means is that they're going to be closer together, which means Romanov can, can wrestle and grapple more. And I, I see, I see the most likely outcome here is a Romanov sub, if not a sub, lots of ground, ground control and grinds out a decision. Like that's that's how I see this. Volkov probably better on the feet, but like you saw what Aspinall did to him. Like I think if he, like he could get taken down easily by Romanov, we'll see what the gas tank for Romanov looks like. But then again, they're not fighting in fucking Utah like they were the last time with the elevation. Yeah. Give me Romanov. You may have just swayed me to Romanov because at first yeah. I saw Volkov at plus one thirty. I was like, "Oh, Volkov, like easily," just because it's weird seeing Volkov at that number fighting against a guy who's just coming into the the division. I don't think mm-hmm. it's it's hard to envision Volkov getting. Like, we've seen Volkov get dominated before, but it doesn't happen a lot. And Romanov, he's really good, but he also beat a bunch of cans and then lost his first comparable opponent in Tibera. So that's why it's tough. Hey man, people are saying see... Tybura is Jones's biggest competition at heavyweight. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean though. Like if Volkov can keep his distance and keep it on the feet, stuff a few takedowns. For sure, Volkov has gone. Volkov's gone five rounds before, man. For sure, I think against... the line indicates that that's very possible. Like, I think the line's pretty accurate. Honestly, I think it yeah. really it's really tough because, like, like you said, it's it's either Romanov getting to the ground, getting a sub, or just laying on him for five rounds or Volkov keeping his distance, keeping on the feet. And honestly, could he could fucking knock him out. Yeah, absolutely. We saw him knock out Jarzinho quick, fast. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I, again, if I had to pick a side, give me Romanov, but that's, that's a heavyweight fight where I'm not going to be shaking my head the whole time, hopefully. Cause I'm like, I know at least I know what each of these guys are capable of given the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I want to see what they do with it. Whereas we, we had not too long ago, fucking, uh, Zach Palga and Jordan Wright and Dante Mays versus uh fucking Sakai. Those yeah. fights are disgusting. This fight is, this fight is tolerable. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get in this main event. Peter Yan versus Mirab the Machine Devalish Feely. Great fight. Love bantamweight main events. Peter Yan is on a little skid though. Yep. All right. He's lost three in a, or two in a row. I forgot he beat Sanhagen for that fucking. Barely beat Dan Hagen. Well, that was a good fight, though. Um, lost, lost to Aljo, split decision. Lost to Sean O'Malley, split decision. Meanwhile, on the other side, Marab just beat Jose Aldo in a decision. Marab is a decision merchant. Um, he's got a couple. He, he finished Marais that one time after almost fucking getting mm-hmm. cracked. But a lot of his wins are decisions. Um, what do you what do you see happening here? So Jan minus two sixty, Marab plus two twenty. 
value play. I have I got some mixed feelings in this fight. So I think the line is pretty wide and a little too off, in my opinion, or pretty off and a little too wide. I mixed up those words there. But Peter Yan, minus 260, he's really good, but he's been losing a lot. I don't think you can have someone of that big of a favorite against fucking Marab just off name value. Right. Marab, on the other hand, he's plus 220. That's really, that's a lot of value for a guy who could easily just take him down for five rounds and hold him there. This is with a that great being said, event. With that being said, Marav hasn't gone the five-round distance before like Jan. Not them saying gas tank would be a problem because I don't think it will, but that experience matters. Mm-hmm. I think Jan will find a way to win this fight, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Marav has wrestling. Aljo did take him down a few times, but then he neutralized it. You know what I mean? You're right. Jan has decent takedown defense. He understands the threat. He needs a win now more than ever. And... At first, I was like, oh, Marab, take the value, take the value. I think I'm on Jan to win this fight. But I, it okay. wouldn't be a bad idea to pet on Marab. But I think Jan's going to find a way to win, honestly. after, And I'm glad we're doing this now because I've had some time to let it simmer and marinate. Because I I think this kind of this is a don't overthink the value. I think yeah. Jan's going to win. Don't don't let that plus money deceive you. But, dude, I, I don't really have any like too in-depth things to say. Like I could see both guys winning this fight. Like it's yeah. very possible. Like I. That's why I think the, the lines like a little off. So I, I get totally like, I'm, I'm I'm much more of a Marab guy. Like we've I, we've been talking about Marab since we started the pod. Like that dude's a monster, and I'm not like the biggest Peter Yan guy. So I kind of I might be I might be splashing a little bit on that plus two twenty. We'll see. Not but, a bad um, idea. This is gonna be a good fight. This is a great main event for like a overall pretty solid card. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. We got this one sandwiched in between two pay-per-views. And then after that, we have UFC San Antonio, Cheeto Vera versus Sandman. So March is March Madness, baby. It is March March Madness Madness in the UFC. Um, Anything else before we get out of here? Um, I don't think so. Um, Yeah, I'll read the underlay real quick. It's plus 650. It's going to hit. Under one and a half, Bautista and Kennedy. Under one and a half, Dumas and Fremd. Under two and a half, Ramos and Lingo. Under one and a half, Krylov and Span. Locking in right now. I, I, I think those those sound good to me, like suspiciously. So I say that every single time. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but this time I'm like, it's a little bit safer than usual. I feel. Yeah. And I see, I see finishes galore on this card. So let's let's make it happen. Fuck yeah. Yeah, let's do I'm it with it. All right, underlay, baby. Box of UFC. We'll be back again with another pay-per-view broadcast uh, yeah. for the UFC London next weekend. Crazy switch up. That's I can't believe that's next weekend. Great fucking month of UFC. We'll catch you next time.